It's GFOTY's single show. Wow. I'm GFOTY, Girlfriend of the Year, and welcome to The Single Show. Each episode, I'll be focusing on some sort of relationship drama, and through music, interviews, and cool lifestyle tips, I'm going to create the best 55 minutes of your life, ever. So turn me up, get a drink, and live your best life. XOXO, GFOTY. Do you think you love me? Something that keeps knocking at my brain Before I go insane I hold my pillow to my head And spring up in my bed Screaming out the words I dread I think I love you
an instant classic that is Casey with I Think I Love You. That came out around the time when I first probably started like fancying boys actually and started to get kind of obsessed with them. So it means a lot to me that song because it kind of opened my eyes up to a whole new life of dating boys. Kind of resonates that song. Just made me think I wanted all the boys I liked to love me. But singing a song in your bedroom to them doesn't work because they will never know that you like them from singing in your bedroom. It's a ridiculous thought. So this first episode is, yeah, as I said, on first dates. How to get one what you'd do on a first date, how you prepare for a first date. I've got a great lineup of guests I'm gonna be speaking to, going out in the public. I've got Dr. Love, Dr. Love. he's my um, resident uh, love advisor. He's in the house. And we're going to figure out some stuff, hopefully for the best. I know that my first date was with a 13 year old boy. I was 12 all totally legal um and we went to the cinema i believe we went to see donnie darko and i also believe he had a girlfriend at the time so he was actually a bad guy and now he's a um a lightweight wrestler which is actually pretty cool maybe i should actually hit him up go back out with him come to think of it but enough about now um, yeah, we went and saw Donnie Darko. He had his arm around me. I fell asleep. I didn't quite like the movie. I didn't think it was all that it's made out to be, to be fair. I mean, I could watch it again. I might really like it. But back then, it wasn't really my cup of tea, so to speak. Um, but, yep, yeah, his name was Nathan. And he was he was a handsome guy. I knew that in order to get him to maybe dump his girlfriend, which he didn't. Um, but, I, you know, you just need to play it cool. And he was like, we were like into Marilyn Manson and like, I'd call myself a pseudo goth back then. So my first advice for you is make sure you're on the same wavelength as the guy you're on a date with. So there's no point dating a goth if you're not a goth. Because you'll never have anything you're going to get on about. And God, I had no idea about Marilyn Manson back then. But as long as you give off that small impression that you have a little... Like you might like him. You might listen to Marilyn Manson on this date with this guy you love. Then that's my surefire way to guarantee you'll probably get a second date. I'll go on to more dates later on in the episode. But for now, here's a little song to get you in the mood for a first date.
fantastic. That was Brazil by Jeff and Maria Moldor. Don't really know why that's a good song to get you in the mood for a first date, but it's cheery. Probably makes you feel a little bit confident, gives you a little jump or a skip in your step. So, recommend playing that whilst you're getting ready. So, a very important thing for a first date, which is um, after you've got that first date lined up, it's obviously preparing yourself, which I was getting slightly into at the beginning of this chat. So let's get a bit further into that. You've got to do a bit of research on the person you're going on a date with. Of course, obviously the internet's a great place for that at the moment. Um, well, always, you just go on Google, search their name, see if you can find them. If you can find that they've been on some sort of forum before, 4chan, let's say, you get to find out the most about them, what kind of stuff they're into, stuff they're not into. So you, you don't just want to go to Facebook because Facebook's very clean. You get a clean sensor of the person. You get their best side. So if you can find something a bit darker about them, delve into that, for example. Let's say you find out your guy's really into My Chemical Romance. You know My Chemical Romance are banned. You need to know a bit more about them, like what their first album was. Listen to a few songs because you should bring up My Chemical Romance yourself first. You should maybe even invest in an authentic My Chem Rom t-shirt off eBay, let's say. So you can turn up on the date wearing that and it will instantly show that you share an interest. Then you should learn all the names of everyone in the band, but don't just have the lead singer's name because obviously that shows you haven't done enough research it just shows like oh everyone knows the main singer's name of my chemical romance of course it's Gerard Way exactly so you want to kind of go for the bassist and then maybe delve into the bassist of my chemical romance life and then just talk about that for ages because it shows an in-depth knowledge and it's going to make the guy or girl or whoever it is you're dating really really interested in you I'll give you my example of if I was on a date with a fan of My Chemical Romance, what I'd do. I'm going to be both people on the date in this situation, so I'll do a change of accent, but um, here we go. Hey. Hey. How's it going? I'm good, yeah. You? Really good, thanks. I see you're wearing a Mike M. Rom top. Oh, yeah, this. Oh, it's just something I am... Um, I'm just a big fan, to be honest. Oh my god. Me too. What's your favourite album? Interesting. Um, I mean, it's a bit of a wild choice because obviously it's quite commercial, but I actually really like The Black Parade. I know all the lyrics to the songs and I just really like the fact that um, both the videos um, for some of the songs they were actually directed by Samuel Bayer who directed Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit and also Green Day's American Idiot videos. Cool, huh? Wow, that's some deep um, knowledge you've got there on My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I know. 
So actually, my um, favourite musician from My Chemical Romance is um, his Mikey Way. He's uh, the bassist, but he's actually also an actor. Yeah, he's an actor of the from the rock band My Chemical Romance. Dude, oh cool. Tell me more. Well, I know a lot about Mikey Way. He was um, born on September the 10th, 1980, in Newark, New Jersey, to Donna Lee Way and Donald Way, and is of Scottish and Italian ancestry. He was raised in Belleville, New Jersey, alongside his older brother, Gerard. Growing up, he worked in a Barnes & Noble, and later, Eyeball Records. Both of these played a major part in the formation of My Chemical Romance. Eyeball signed the band and released her debut record. The first concert he ever went to was a Smashing Pumpkin, Pumpkins concert with his brother, and after seeing them perform, he told them, we have to do this. And then he was asked to join My Chemical Romance, which involved him having to improve his bass skills in the space for a week. He has toured with From First to Last. Wow, you got knowledge. That's cool. That, wow, I'm speechless. Let me buy this first drink for you. Thanks. So there you have it. You've got the first conversation on this date down to a T. You've showed an open interest and a lot of just general knowledge on the band. And I'm going to be honest with you, that was all thanks to Wikipedia. So just go on to Wikipedia and give it a whirl. Next up, I'm going to be speaking to fashion designer Chamber Diaz on how he prepares for a first date to see if we've got a little insight into the fashion world of things. But for now, let's listen to My Chemical Romance. Wow. Welcome to the Black Parade. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. He said, son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten and the damned? He said, will you defeat them, your demons and all the non-believers, the plans that they have made? Because one day, Join the Black Parade
I cannot stress enough how good that song really is. So this is very exciting. So me and my best pal, Chema Diaz, have met up for the first time since coronavirus for our favorite drink, which is Chema. Rosé. Yeah, we've got a rosé. <laughs> and we're having a lovely rosé together to discuss Chamber's take on just dating, but more specifically, dating kind of from a fashion point of view. Because Chamber Diaz is the world's best fashion designer. Thank in you. In not just my opinion, but everyone's opinion. Thank you. You are. So I feel like we need to really get some advice from someone who actually, you know, is really credible and has some actual knowledge that we can really really take because i've got a lot of knowledge but only from like kind of a basic bitch kind of way but we need some real shit so anyway chema um how are you i'm very good i'm so happy to be here tonight i know this is such a swanky wine bar thank you so much for having me yeah anytime and thanks so much to this swanky wine bar for um paying uh, for letting us sit in this swanky wine bar for and with a bottle of free wine so nice so cool um so first things first let's just find out a bit about what you've been up to during all of this like coronavirus like dating life fine uh, everything's good. I I really enjoyed the coronavirus. I really enjoyed the lockdown. Yeah. Uh, it gave me time to try out many new things. Oh. Uh, I found a lot of time to take care of myself and to work on myself. So that's amazing. And of course, also to work in my love life. I love that. Very interestingly, before we get into your love life, self care. And being single is very, very important, and I haven't actually touched on that. But um, it's probably the most important thing in your life during a relationship or before is self-care. So what have you been doing for self-care, Chema? Uh, I've been working out a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I can see. <laughs> thank you. Ripped. Uh, I've also been taking care of my skin. Yeah. Uh, thanks to The Ordinary. Thanks, The Ordinary. Uh, so my skin is always glowing and I'm having a very nice Mediterranean diet all over. And also uh, I want to thank uh, my celebrity hairstylist, Frances Cardona, for keeping me up to date with all the new hair trends. Thanks, Francesc. Thank Cardona. you. Um, we've also been chewing loads of um, Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum. It's really, really good for the mouth. Just, just a side note. But anyway, back to what this conversation's about. D-A-T-I-N-G. Dating. Dating. Yes. <laughs> so, Chamber, this whole episode is about first dates, prepping for them, what to do, what to look out for, like signals. Like if you're on a first date and let's say a guy says something to you, is there something, would you be like, oh my God, this is a red flag. Red flags. Yeah. So uh, I just want any advice basically, because I need as much, well, my listeners need as much info as possible because we are pathetic basically. <laughs> so anything you can say, I'd love. First dates, where to start? 
when first dates are always the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the your main purpose on your first date is that you try just to have a second date after your first date. Exactly. That will mean success. So what's the best advice I can give you? All first dates are different. That's That's very true. That is true. But you're always the same. So you need to adjust to all these new people, new environments, new situations. So you need to work on that and always keep your dating game fresh and updated. Do you think you need to um, stay true to yourself during the date or do you think you do change a bit for each date? Like, honestly. From my own experience in the past, I was very much into pretending to be someone cooler than I actually am. Yeah. But then I realized that I'm actually really cool. So now I'm only being myself. I love that. And this is very interesting because I had the same realization recently where my whole life on dates, I've been like, oh, I need to be this person. And then I think maybe it comes of age, but maybe the older you get or the more experience you get, the more you realize, oh, wait, I am actually the coolest person in my own mind. And that's why I like myself. Exactly. Because you're sick. And then you don't need to prove yourself. And obviously you are the top guy in the world so honestly that's probably why you think people need to impress you and this is what i think about a date you people should be there to impress you you should be there to impress the person yeah and i think that uh you know impressions just should happen like naturally like i love to be impressed and just shook when something's different on a first date like the worst thing that can happen on a first date that it's actually boring it's so difficult it makes it so difficult to leave because the other person hasn't done anything actually wrong, but you're you just, just not really enjoying the yeah, time there. Yeah, not feeling it, and you're like, oh, and you're just like, and then at the end of a date, they're like, so you want to come back to mine? And I find it so hard to say no. So this happened on a date I had the other day, and it was awful. And they said, do you want to come back to mine? So I said yes, and then I had to go back to theirs, and I was messaging my best friend um, on the, in the taxi on the way to theirs, being like, Bertie, Message me at 8 p.m. no later saying something dreadful, dreadful, dreadful has happened. And then she called me up <laughs> at 8 p.m. and came up with the worst excuse that I basically couldn't leave the person's house. It was such a bad excuse. It was like my oven's broke. But anyway, <laughs> it worked. Um, so it was fine. But um, what's, um, what's been your worst first date situation? Like, have you done, like, the thing that you might, that you did bad or someone else did bad, which put you off? Uh, the worst first date that I had, I had it the first and last time I used Tinder. Mm-hmm. So I've used other dating apps in the past, more like hookup apps, but I was never into like the yeah Tinder game. So it was like already like a few years ago. So I met this guy that at the time we matched on Tinder, he wasn't living in the UK, he was on holidays in Las Vegas. Uh, and that really impressed me, you know, it's like, I want to be in Las Vegas as well. I want to be with Britney Spears as well. Obviously. But uh, that didn't really work out because uh, the guy was really trying to impress me so hard. Basically, he showed up to the date looking like a compilation of my 10 last Instagram pictures that I uploaded and making references to things that I've done in my life. So it was really weird because I didn't know if I was in a date or in a meet and greet. So it was like really uncomfortable. Then we met in Hoxton Square, which is a really lovely place for dates. Uh, actually, not really, but it was yeah. uh, it was where we were. That's where that's where it happened. 
and we went to have license and it was I remember it was a really hot summer and I got two two pints of beer and he wasn't really sure about the beers that they were offering in the license so he really wanted to buy some Moet Chandon oh yeah and he bought like a bottle of warm Moet Chandon <laughs> that he was drinking in fucking Houston Square and it was definitely very pathetic oh my god did you see each other again yes for two months oh, wow. <laughs> so <laughs> i guess the lesson learned from that is you can't do any wrong on the first date if you think the guy's hot maybe but i love that but, but then the thing is it only lasted two months so warm moe chandon is a no-go for a first date especially if you're drinking it on it, your own like i just find it really tacky so just don't do that so that was so informative. So imagine it's fashion week because you're a fashion designer. Oh my God, Have you I got hate any fashion week. I know, I, fashion week, I mean, I don't like it. But it's almost as bad as first dates. It is, fashion week <laughs> and first dates are very similar and this is why I thought I'd get you on the show because everyone hates fashion week and everyone hates first dates. I mean, they like them, but they hate them, you know? Like you still want to get involved if you're in that industry. So. <laughs> to tie things together, can you like come up with any fashion week first dates? If it was fashion week and you're going on a first date, what would you wear? Like outfit decisions. It's like what's cool, what's not. That's a really interesting question. So the best advice I can give you is like never wear your best outfit on the first date because you want to have a second or a third date. So you need to save your best outfit for a later date, never for the first one. That's so You need good. to look like you're just not making that much effort, but that you're still like really hot. So my advice is I would wear like clean underwear, especially white in the case you have a dick, it will make your bulge look bigger if it's white. I suggest to match it with white socks, especially unbranded. If it's going to be a brand, make it Nike. Uh, First of all, very quickly, just to cut you, um, why Nike? Uh, and, and thanks Nike so much for sponsoring this. Thank you so much for the fresh socks I'm wearing at the moment. Thanks Nike. Why Nike? Yeah. Uh, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's, it's like a very subtle way of telling you, let's fuck. Oh, that's so sexy. The swash reminds that. your mind to do it. Yeah, and this, I guess it ticks like an upwards, like a hard dick. Exactly. Cool. My second question is, when I go out with boys, may, I don't know why, but when they wear white, or grey underwear and they go into the bedroom after going to the bathroom, there's always a wee mark on their underwear. And that's why my advice is always to boys wear black because there's always a piss stain and I don't want to see that. It really depends on what you're into. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get that and I'm, I'm into a lot of stuff, but the pee stain on the trousers, I think that shows laziness. But you're saying white underwear is a sexy. Yeah, I think white underwear, like, it, it expresses also, like, purity. It's like when you're getting married, you were white. Like, you might have had 100,000 sexual partners in the last five years. But if you were white, you still look like a virgin on the outside. I love it. And that's really important for a first date. I love it. Chema, I could speak to you, I generally actually could speak to you forever and ever about this situation. However, this show's only 55 minutes long and this conversation can't last forever, but it's been actually so much fun. 
And I, I love, love it. it. I love it I too. I love it too. So thanks so much, Chama. And also from all the listeners out there, first of all, if you haven't heard of Chama Diaz, go fucking check out Chama Diaz. That's C-H-E-M-A space D-I-A-Z. And check out, he's just the best person ever, musically and fashionly, which is the, his main thing. He's a he's a top designer. Anyway. And also the, very good at dating. Oh, and he's, He's got a massive willy, I've seen it. The best news. <laughs> Thank you so much to everybody listening. Love it. Wow. Wow. I think we'd all agree that that was really, really interesting stuff. Totally single. And as we all know, this show is called The Single Show with GFOTY. So a little exciting thing I like to do in the show is um, premiere songs by artists I love, admire, think great, songs I love, just all of that um, on this show. And for this first episode, I'm going to premiere a song by Space Candy. And they have sent me a song called Wiggle 2. That's W-I-G-G-L-2. And let's listen to that. And I think this is actually a great song for a first date. But, you know, let's just fucking have a good time. And then I've actually asked Space Candy themselves for a little bit of advice on what they do for a first date and prep. So that would be interesting too. Great. Let's listen. Wow. for a sample.
Wow. To prepare for a first date, I like to wear an extremely elaborate and unrealistic outfit, like a clown costume or a dentist uniform, because people tend to put on emotional costumes when they start dating someone, but I like to wear real costumes. That's pretty groovy. Amazing. Thanks so much, Space Candy. That was amazing. That would be quite a good song to also, you know, party to, have a little dance, all of that, you know, stuff, which you do when you're having a dance. And I'd like to have a dance with a guy one day soon. But enough about that. What do people do when they go out partying? They drink, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm getting on to, especially when it comes to first dates. It's just not a good idea to get demon drunk during the date, before the date, after the date. Just don't get too drunk. It just doesn't look good. I've had probably more times than not many first dates where I've um, just got really, 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 really drunk. I made a fool of myself. The problem is I don't even know the things I did, so I can't even elaborate because I I just don't remember. Like maybe like four drinks, four drinks beforehand is fine. Four vodka and soda, I don't know what you drink. I mean, it's just, it's good to, you know, get a bit of interest out of your life by having a bit of a drink, especially if they might be boring the state and you want to entertain yourself. But I just really can't stress enough. Just, just don't get wasted. Like the most embarrassing thing would be you don't want like lipstick on your teeth or you don't want to smell like alcohol. So if you do want to get really drunk beforehand, just make sure you've brushed your teeth and use a lot of mouthwash and you have a good supply of chewing gum. Wrigley's Spearmint, shout out. So yeah, chewing gum is really good. And it's so tasty as well, chewing gum. And it's just like every time I just put some of that Wrigley's chewing gum in my mouth. I just feel young and clean and it gives me something to do and it's just such a such a cool thing being able to chew gum and it's completely legal as well and it's only like 40p. So if you want to do anything chew some gum and be sparkly. So talking about drinks and all of that I'm going to play the Pina Colada song. It's not even called the Pina Colada song, it's called Escape in brackets, the Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes. And it's a great, great, great song. And then right after that, I'm very, very excited to introduce you to Dr. Love. Dr. Love is in the house. And he's been out and about investigating questions that I wanted answered. So here we go. Escape by Rupert Holmes, a.k.a. The Pina Colada Song. Crazy business! I was tired of my lady We'd been together too long Like a worn-out recording a favorite song So while she lay there sleeping I read the paper in bed 
columns There was this letter I read If you like pina coladas And getting caught in the rain If you're not into yoga If you have half a brain If you like making love at midnight In the dunes on the cape Then I'm the love that you've looked for Write to me and escape Exciting. Uh, Dr. Love is finally back 
in London and I've managed to get him on the show, which is absolutely incredible. So I thought I'd introduce him a little bit more. So, hey, Dr. Love, how are you? Hi there. I'm feeling really, really good and incredibly relaxed right now. It's great to be here and just want to thank you for the opportunity to spread the love. Well, honestly, Dr. Love, thank you. I'm beyond words about how great of happiness I am that you're on the show. So, I mean, I could obviously talk all day and all night about you, but maybe you should just share with my listeners a little bit about what your credentials are. Well, I'd be happy to. Please. I graduated from Love University USA. Wow. About 12 years ago, and I've been spreading the love ever since. Some people say that it's not a real degree, but to them I say they can suck a chicken cock. And I suppose the number one thing that I would advise to everyone is to just relax, lay back, get the hot towels ready, and take that party downstairs. The one thing I will add is that divorces for suckers, you've always got to try it out a little more before you press that red button, baby. That's so interesting, and I really like what you said there, Mr. Yeah. That's so... Yeah. That's so... Mm. Cool. Yeah. So, what did you find out today? Like, before I show your chat with people, what did you take from your learnings and findings on the streets of London? Well, firstly, let me say there's no such thing as an ugly person. And uh, cool. there were a lot of sensual people out there today. And that made me really, really happy. And all I want to say is to everyone out there, keep doing what you're doing because you're looking great. And you're turning this doctor all the way on. Thanks so much, Dr. Love. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Let's listen to what happened with Dr. Love and yeah. signing out. Dr. Love is in the house. Hi, I'm Dr. Love, Gafoti's resident love investigator, here to investigate all of your love investigations. Hey, good looking. Have you got any first date tips for Dr. Love? Yeah, you should always, always get a new haircut Groovy. if it's someone you think is special. Hey. You should go to the gym on the day, on that short day, mm. so you feel buffed up and pumped well. up, ready to go. Well. Cut your nails. Well. Have a nice shower. Do a bit of grooming, you know, upstairs, well. downstairs, wherever we go. Groovy. And, uh, you know, just pray to Jesus. I didn't expect that, but hey, I'll try anything once. Ah, interesting. Um, I would say always do, always do your stalking. Ah. Stalk them all over social media. Uh, stalk on Facebook. Stalk them on Instagram, ah. LinkedIn, Twitter. Find out what their favorite food is. Their ex, their best ah. friend, um, who their auntie is. Find out everything about them what he likes, what he doesn't like, what his favorite color is, wear that dress, wear that dress. Don't be yourself, never be yourself. Be as far away as yourself as possible. Thanks for the advice. I'll see you later. Just don't be yourself. Just be what he likes. Thanks for the advice. What he I'll wants. see you later. Go on a mission story, not missionary. Thanks for the advice. Research, research, research. 
find your target, find out everything you can. They like poppies, but <sighs> poppies. You want to get into that treasure trove, you've got to find that key, and that key is inside their brain. Interesting. So what you got to do, you got to unlock that brain. Social media, passwords, everything you can imagine. You have to weaponize your penis. Mm. Well, I didn't expect that, but hey, I'll try anything once. I literally have, like, the fail-safe first date trick, which is you treat yourself to a really indulgent breakfast and then just you know nil by mouth for the rest of the day into the evening so by the time you show up to the date you're going to be like absolutely wired and jittery scrabbling around in your handbag for crumbs of a naked bar um and men really respond well to that in my experience so they find it to be like really kind of like compelling and romantic um, so show up really wired. It also means that when he refuses to buy you a drink and you have to pay for your own mm. drinks, you're only going to need one wow. or two until um, you know it hits you and you get wasted. Mm. Um, so save yourself wow. some time, save yourself some money. Uh, throw on a throw on a pair of wide leg jeans um, because apparently people are into that, and and just a crop top. Good luck, girls. Dr. Love is in the house, and he's making house calls to your house. Well, I think we'd all agree that that was extremely um, informative. It was very informative. We learnt a lot from that. Thank you so much, Dr. Love. I mean, we should all be very thankful that Dr. Love exists in his world because... It's not that many people who would have the confidence to go up to random, absolute and complete strangers who they have never seen before in their entire life in the street and ask them for advice on a first date. So that was great. Um, and I've got more tips now. I think I've learned from that that we definitely need to really delve into their private lives. I mean, I was going into that at the beginning of the show. And now I definitely know that it is all about, we won't call it stalking as such, but delving into people's lives and making yourself get stuck into their brains. I mean, you know, there's some other stuff we've learned from that, but I'm apparently, yeah, praying to Jesus, I guess praying to whoever you believe in, you know, is a good way to get someone on your side as well so that was great and um, I can't wait to see what Dr. Love does in the following episode so we've actually pretty much come to the end of this um, show and it's been so much fun amazing informative lovely joyous relieving and everything in between I'm going to finish this episode off with a song by a wonderful, wonderful artist and producer called Putachino Maricon. They are based in Madrid. And this is a remix of a song I did with a good friend and producer of mine called Jaskin Fendrix called Here With Me. And this is the remix. And I just think it's great. And I think let's just fucking listen to it. And with all of the advice that we've gathered from the whole show, we can really, really, really learn to 
be the best we can be and guarantee the best first date ever. I've been GFOTY. This has been The Single Show. Lots of love. Enjoy. Bye. Stand up, but won't you say it with me? Oh, girl.